so that's a no there. That's a no, no. Uh, <laughs> I should know that. I've been there. It's a Czech Republic and a Slovakia, but there yeah, is. Yes. Uh, well, in my mind, it'll still be Czechoslovakia. Yes, yes. It's the, it's, it's the romance of Czechoslovakia will never go away. <laughs> the romance. And on that note, welcome to the Super Fun Awesome Happy Time Pedal Show podcast. My name is Gabor. Hey, welcome along. I'm Alex. And yeah, hope you're doing well wherever you are in the world. Yes, indubitably. Uh, what was I going to say? Yes, and I got to start with it because I never start with it. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, whatever it is you are looking at while you're listening to this. So if you're sitting in a bus, or if you're sitting in a train, or if you're driving, if you're driving, pull over. Um, if you're flying a plane, if you're, dri- if you're driving a train, if you're driving yeah. a train, if you're on the International Space Station, whatever it is you're doing, take a photo of whatever it is you're looking at uh, while you're listening to this. And send it to us. We'd love to know who the people are that are listening to this podcast, um, that are foolish enough to listen to this podcast. Uh, well, I shouldn't say foolish enough, that are lovely enough to listen to this podcast. Uh, and send it to us. You can either email it to us um, at superfunawesomehappytime at gmail.com or you can uh, go to our social medias and send it to us that way or you know any of that stuff you want to do, um, you can do. So, uh, and big thank you to all the people that send in stuff. Uh, I'm just looking now. There's um, um, Stefan Weber sent us a, a picture. Um, he was he's looking at an iPad, um, I believe, playing the Lo-Fi piano app. So, um, hi Stefan. Um, then there was uh, where is he? Uh, uh, Tobias. There seems to be lots of Germans, so hello in Deutschland. Uh, Tobias Jekle, um, he sent us a picture of uh, him taking his daughter to kindy and listening to us while he's, he's doing that. So big thank you to that. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Um, sounds good. So if you, whatever it is you're doing, take a photo of it. You don't have to be in it at all. Just send us a photo so we know and say hello. It's always interesting to know who's who's listening to this. Um podcast all right so formalities out of the way alex or gavin von bismarck as your name is on where i can see you now (laughs) how are you gavin (laughs) i'm not sure why that name came up in my mind brain but it did in your mind brain so i'm running with today not not any of the other brains the mind brain (laughs) yeah it's it's actually a line it's a line from archer you haven't seen Archer, have you? I know of Archer, but I haven't watched it much. No, right. But uh, yeah, there's a there's a scene where Archer gets um, there's amnesia. I forget who he was. He, he forgets who he is. And um, yeah, there's a, this um, theory that the doctor has that if if you just give him a big whack in the head, like with a frying pan, like in a cartoon, it's just going to melt his mind brain. Mind brain. So yeah, that was this whole thing about that but anyway um Um, what was the question how are you (laughs) (laughs) oh good (laughs) i'm okay i'm a bit tired today i had a gig last night oh no you poor thing yeah actual work stuff yeah was that the the live stream wait hmm yeah it's pretty cool streaming streaming live you should tell everyone about that about um andrea's thingy dingy yeah we should do uh Shout out to Andrea Kerwin. She's a singer-songwriter herself. She started a small record label. Excuse me. And um, she now has a a shop front in the town just where I live. Namba. It's a um, Namba. Yeah. And it's a, a um, become a, like an art space and also like a record label. And she also teach, teaches some private lessons out of there. So it's kind of a... <clears throat> her office slash music studio, teaching studio, and um, also now stream streaming concert space, I guess you call it. Mm. And um, she had a, a blues night on last night. So had, there was four uh, artists playing sort of very broad umbrella of blue, blue stuff. And, um, yeah, it's cool. So her, if you um, want to check it out, it's her company's called Peace Run Records. And... I think they're going to do like a maybe once a month or something, but have like a this was a blues one. I think the next one will have like maybe um, 
I might like a different style. Might, might blues be, rock. I don't know, country or folk. Country or blues? Or reggae. Or reggae blues? Acid Bolivian scar jazz. Wow. And, uh, That's a niche market. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lots of it around here, though. Yeah. Really? Okay. <laughs> is that the new yeah. thing? I, I, lo- is, I like. Is that what the, the kids do nowadays? <laughs> it's it's uh, it's not a thing. Kids. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, and, and you were doing and, uh, the sound for the live stream. Yeah, yeah, and our uh, friend Ben was doing the um, filming, call it? video switching. Yeah. Yes, so he had a, some uh, three cameras up, and he switched all with black black magic switches. It's got this big rack with you the should, whole screen. You things. should come and switch our videos live. Switch them for free. Yeah, every week that, that would be much handy. Yeah, much handy. Tell him, tell him to much do handiest. that. Okay, <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> I'll, I'll let him know that he has a job. Has a, yeah, well, for free. We might we, we might go halves with him uh, for lunch. <laughs> Only halves, though. <laughs> might. <laughs> might go halves. Um, and then uh, that goes all to a, um, a streaming platform where people can buy tickets and go online and watch the concert for three hours. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, yeah, it's cool. That, she actually has a, um, a uh, what's Patreon page as well and she does extra things for her patreon bit like does um songwriting and lessons and all sorts of stuff for them and um she had a competition with them and a couple won the competition so they came and hung out on a couch right in front of the stage ah. so actually had a tiny audience of two that, and, um, that, that yeah. could almost be a little bit awkward yeah, <laughs> you know. I, I think it's more. I think it's more awkward for the couple than for us. Well, that's what we, I mean. Like, it's an kinda... awkward thing to just kind of sit there, and you're the only ones there. <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're the crowd. You're the crowd. Yes. So pressure's on. And uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it funny. Just sort of, you know, we just do, did our thing, and we, you know, you get so used to being around sort of you know, audience or stages or cameras or whatever you do when you. Doing music as a uh, living, yeah. but um, but for them they sort of just sat there and didn't say a word for about three hours. That they really liked it. We chatted to them afterwards. Now they were lovely, but well, they're better, or else that was funny. I'm shaking yes, my you fist. You better love it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, it's cool. Uh, a couple of really great songwriters, Carl S. Williams. If you've ever come across him, uh, not Carl S. No, Carl, I know Carl Williams, but uh, not Carl, Carl S. Carl S. Yeah. No, no, I don't know Carl S. Williams. No. He's cool. It's kind of very old-fashioned, maybe slightly New Orleans blues, all that kind of. It's not like Texas or Chicago blues. It's kind of this different thing again, and super cool and hip stuff. Like great grooves. Has this really lovely old Epiphone acoustic. Like I'm, not sure, I'm guessing 60s. Um, did did his, did his and just, baby leave him? Several times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he woke up many mornings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, his dog dog ran dog away ran on the away, train yeah, yeah. with his oh, yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Um, and <laughs> if you play the, the blues, guy, if you play the blues, don't have a dog. <laughs> oh yeah. No. All your dogs well, constantly run away. <laughs> no, that's more country music, isn't it? I don't know. Well. Um, the other guy that was cool was um, Matty Rogers, who lives down um, south south of Gold Coast somewhere, and um, he was I'd say more roots rock than blues, but just really great song and killer voice too, like really soulful, powerful rock kind of, not rock but sort of under that blues rock roots umbrella, and um, and. Uh, the bit of a legend that Barry Charles played too. Oh, with his, um, Barry Charles. Oh, yeah. With his uh, vocal gymnastics oh, going. Yeah. He does this kind of, that's, if you, that, that sort of sums up Barry yeah. Charles. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> does a cr- crazy like um, like whip thing with his whoop thing. <laughs> but, but he does it. Oh, Barry Charles. Yeah. That's, that's his, that's yeah. it. Yeah, Barry Charles. But he's a bit of a so legend. He's fun. a bit of a local legend around here, Barry Charles. He's been around for a long time. Yeah. He, he's 71 or two or something. Oh, yeah. Still rocking yeah. it. So he's super old. 
<laughs> it's wow. pretty much dead. <laughs> oh wow, that's <laughs> we got morbid quickly then. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it was kind of like a, a big afternoon and night, but it was, it was fun though. Mm, cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Anything else that's new? Anything musical that's new? <clears throat> Besides blues music. <laughs> I mean, as in gear wise. Oh, gear wise. Remember, yeah, remember the podcast things. you're on, the one that we're doing every week, every fortnight. <laughs> yeah, we talk about gear. <clears throat> yeah, we and do. The videos and stuff. It's we much do. better, much better than actual music. Yeah, yeah, much better. We've um, we've got a couple of uh, J Rocker pedals, and we got to do some demos this week yes. of two of them. Yes. So they'll be coming up. Stay tuned for them. Yes. And yeah, they they're kind of. There's something I looked into buying like maybe a year or two ago, actually purchasing them. We ended up doing some work with their company itself. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's, we should have got onto them ages ago because they're so cool. Well, they got onto us, Very actually. Good. We did a video on the um, mm. we did a video on the Josh Archer Smith. ages ago. Oh, is it that As one? As part Not of the Clones channel. and Clones series. And I think in yeah. that video I mentioned I tried to contact them because they have other cl- uh, clone, cloney kind of pedals. So I've got the Archer Icon, uh, the golden one, um, or I had it. I don't have it anymore. Um, and uh, they have the silver one, and then they ha- also have the uh, a couple of different ones with EQs on them and stuff. Um, like yeah. you know, like a slidey, I don't know, six band, five band Graphic. EQ, whatever they are. Um, and yeah. and I contacted them when we were doing that clones and clones series. So that was. Not last year, but the year before, maybe. Was the year before? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, like, maybe two years, two or three years. Or maybe ago. 2017, 2018, one of those. And um, yeah. uh, I never got a reply. And then I got an email from, I, th- I think it's Chris, Chris at J Rocket Pedals, saying, Oh, I'm really sorry. I never got that email, never got a message. Uh, great video. <laughs> we should do some more work together. And uh, so now we are. So they sent us those three pedals. They sent us the dude, the mm. hot rubbery monkey, which just for that, it's a winner, just for that name. And the Mr. Moto, um, which are yep. all really cool. So Mr. Moto, Reverb, um, Tremolo. Um, I really like it. Mm. Alex, do you really like it? <laughs> I really like it. Uh, he really cool. likes it. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool. I've never been up until lately. I've never been massively into the spring reverb sound, like that really bongy thing. The drip, but, drippy, drippy, know, late, drippy. Yeah. Lately, I've kind of been falling for it, and um, this is a really lovely example of it with this um, with the Mister Moto pedal. Yes. And then having having the sweet tremolo is kind of like a mini flint esque yeah. kind of. Combo and there'll be a shootout so, um, with a flint. I think we'll we should do that. That I think that'll be kind of fun. Yeah, like obviously the flint has more sounds because yeah. it has different types of reverbs, different types of trim. It's a super uh, simplified thing. That's the thing with that, Mister Moto. I think, in my opinion, um, mm. it's almost hard to make it sound bad. Yeah, it's just a bit it's so super simple, thing. really easy, quick, easy with, with the Strymon stuff. You know, and you've got the secondary functions of all the knobs, and you've got. You know, a '60s reverb and an '80s plate reverb, and um, uh, uh, it's just much simpler. The whole world when it comes to that, Mister Moto. It's just yeah. a a nice trem. You've got the, the rate, you've got the depth, and you've got the, the wave shape, which kind of goes from sine to square, and in between. Um, and you've got one knob for the reverb, more reverb, less reverb, and um, yeah, I think it's cool. I like it. Mm, it's very cool. And then we've got so then the, the, the hot rubbery the monkey, HR. um HRM. So that's a, a what was what was the actual the, the actual acronym stand of something else? Well, uh, from what I gather, and I may be wrong, but um, uh, it's based on a dumbbell amp, um, and th- those dumbbell amps had HRM mods, which not exactly what it stands for, but it's some EQ mod that puts an EQ. Post power amp section, I believe. Yeah. Um, if we're wrong, let us know. Send us a message and let us know that we're wrong because we could be wrong. Um, but as far as from what I could 
find out. So it's called HRM because there is an HRM mod done to um, Dumble Amps, which I guess Dumble himself would do. I don't know. I don't know exactly how that works. But um, So it's basically like an overdrive, Dumble-style overdrive. Um, and what mm. were your thoughts on that, Alex? Yeah, it's cool. It's actually quite high gain, that one, isn't it? Um, it's got a lot of gain, yeah. Actually, it's got it's cool. The, it it's got this cool fat knob on it. Fat, yeah, that's what's trying to think. Where so it's um, basically like an overdrive controls like gain, output level, and oh, this one's got has treble, but it's basically top end control. Yeah, and um, it also has that fat control, like you mentioned. And you can almost I I started treating it more like you start it at zero and then you blend it in for more punch and weight and. Yeah, and I think in, in the video we were talking about um, that, you know, you turn it down maybe for for chords and more rhythm work and then to fatten up lead sounds and you can really fatten yeah. it up, you turn it up and it adds weight and body to the, which I guess isn't that the whole Dumble thing, the the um, fat, fat sound. Uh, and I mean, isn't that the whole thing with people that play strats, for example, while you have guys like Steve Ray Vaughan and you have guys, have guys like... Um, um, what's his face? Uh, Robin Jackson. Ford, and you've got guys like uh, you know all these guys. Um, mm. What's what, what's a really famous session guy? I can't think of his name right now. Lucas? No, he. Didn't no, no, no. He's a Bogner um, guy. No. Um, God, I, know, I know what you mean. Really famous dude. The guy, like the guy. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I know who you mean. Um, God, and he plays a strat. Um, Red Strat quite often played on all the Silly Dan albums. Got my brain. It's not Landau. Michael. It's the Landau. Other. Michael Landau. Ma yes. Yes. Uh, Landau. He plays because I was thinking Michael Thompson was the other Michael. Yeah, Landau. Yeah. He plays. So, you know, Strat players play these dumbbells because isn't that the thing that, that mm. makes the Strat the really wimpy little Strat sound? <laughs> it embiggens it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was loaded. Was it? <laughs> but, oh yeah, the wimpy. You know, you know the wimpy strats. The really wimpy strats. You know the one. It is. You know the sucky I one. Don't, I really, I'm not a strat guy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's that compression mid, mid range that obviously works with single coils. Yeah. Well, that's it. Yeah. 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 And, and also other guitars too, of course, but generally with um, single note phrases and soloing and stuff. It just. Mm, it just embiggens that sound. It makes them bigger, those um, like struts mm. and tellies and more stuff. More chubby. Like yeah, much more, yeah. well chubby. Um, so that's the <laughs> HRM. And then we also had the Dude. We haven't done a video on the Dude yet. But the Dude is also like a Dumble kind of thing. But I think maybe, and I may be wrong, the Dude is more leaning towards something like a Zen Drive, than, which the Zen Drive is like a dumble pedal. And that I think the dude is more looking at not so much at a Dumble amp, but looking at the Zendro. Maybe I could be wrong as well, but I don't know about that. Yeah, we'll Not find sure. out anyway. We haven't. I haven't looked into it yeah. yet. We haven't done a video on it yet. That'll that'll be next. Um, yeah. yeah. So they were pretty cool. Well, I mean, we, we may as well quickly, well quickly keep talking about what we've done, um, and then we'll get into sort of other new things. But so one of the other things we did, um, which sparked a bit of a um, an interesting conversation between the company and us and Henning from HB42 um, mm. is the K-Line Pure Sky Overdrive, uh, which is sort of a take on a Gen Ray Timmy kind of sort of kind of thing. Um, what were your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's pretty cool, hey? Like... Um it's what was it, forty four dollars or something? Yeah, and did you see to your door? Did you see the comment? One of the comments in the video was someone, another Australian. He bought it on some website yeah. for thirty one dollars. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it might not have quite. If you put it up against a hand wide Genray with you know Bolivian, you know gluten free copper, you might um, might come up short. But it's it's pretty damn good. And Henning was talking about he had some a few years ago and the quality was really shoddy and they didn't work. And to yeah. me, it feels good quality, this one. I mean, this is the only one I can talk about. 
Uh, it wasn't sent to us yes. by the company. Um, I bought it because someone actually left a comment in one of the videos saying we should check this out. Um, to me, it feels good quality and it sounds really good. Um, mm. um, we will actually, in saying, compared to Genray, I talked to a friend uh, uh, who may or may not be a real Baron, but um, Baron von Guitar Man. <laughs> what is it with you people? Gavin von Bismarck, uh. Baron von Guitar Man. Aaron, anyway. Uh, you can uh, listen to a podcast with Aaron um, a while back. Uh, Aaron Giffen from Sleepwalk Amps. Uh, we did a podcast with him a couple of years ago now. Uh, he's probably coming next week along to when we film videos. And he's going to bring one of his amps. And he's going to bring his Gen Ray. And we're going to do a shootout between the Pure Sky, the Gen Ray, and the Timmy, the MXR Timmy. Because, I mean, Gen Ray technically, from what I gather, is basically a Timmy. Um, mm, just, yeah. I don't know, made more expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely shinier. It's definitely, yeah, it's sort of that. Speaking of, of Bolivian um, gluten-free copper, mm, it has that sort of coppery enclosure. So I think the whole enclosure yeah. is Bolivian gluten-free copper. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, I was it's I was <laughs> extremely impressed um, with this yeah, and we actually started talking and, and it, to the company and they may be sending us some more stuff and even on that chat on Instagram wasn't it I think yeah. where um, Henny's like yeah he got some a couple of years ago and a couple of them didn't work out of the batch of ones he got to demo yeah. and even, even they said yeah the quality wasn't as good back then but everything's been stepped yeah. up now yeah. and um, so like it was kind of good of them to say Oh yes, yeah. We we we've, we realized that was the case, and it's not like yeah. Oh, kind of like making excuses. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no. To me, so to me, in all honesty, whether it, they it, sound good or not, it's kind of like a nice move of them. Yeah, absolutely. So. And to me, it it I have to mm. say, and again, this is not in any way. I mean, not that any of the stuff we do is ever influenced by the manufacturer anyway, but um, mm. this is definitely not even remotely because I bought this. Um, the quality to me, I mean, turning the knobs, pushing the, that's the switch, uh, even down to the, the nuts holding in the, um, um, the, the jack inputs on either side, they look good quality. Like to me, um, it's a, it's a, the, the mount for the power supply is a good, is good quality as well. To me, it, it, it seems well built. I mean, I haven't used it much, and I don't know what it would be like if you use it on a pedal board on a daily basis. But um, just like this, if I would pick it up and I wouldn't know the brand, I would mm. say, I don't know, two hundred bucks. You know, not forty-four. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Anyway, so there'll, there'll be a shootout coming soon yeah, between yeah. that and a Genray and uh, the MXR Timmy. Um, mm. probably through a sleepwalk amp, which then hopefully he will forget at your place <laughs> and he'll sit it there. For um, <laughs> what else did we do? Ah, oh, we did the Eisenhower Fuzz by Dan Electro. Uh, so what were your thoughts on yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I don't know. Sort of, I liked it, but I don't know if I loved it. That's just probably more me than the fuzz itself. It's a massive what, what fuzz. Did you think? Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I, I remember liking it, but it didn't really leave a imp lasting impression okay. in my mind brain. So compared to the 3699 mm. fuzz, because they're kind of similar, but like what were your thoughts? Yeah. Well, that one left more of a lasting impression, I guess. Which one? Actually, the 3699. Okay. Yep. It, it, I still actually remember sort of playing it and the nuances and everything. Yeah, yeah. But the other one, I just remember remember, remember playing a fuzz. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. There'll be a shootout so, between those two as well because they're both based on the Fox, Fox tone machine. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. I think that Eisenhower okay, fuzz so is sort of slightly modified kind of version. If you had the Eisenhower and the 3699 next to each other, which one would you choose if you had to pick one? Um, I haven't a, beat them next to each other, but the 3699 I really like. Um, yeah. To the point where I actually did say to the Australian distributor that I don't think I can send it back, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll I'll see what they say. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really actually very interested in putting them next to each other. 
um, just to try them out. And speaking of that, we just received the High Horse by Kink Pedals as well, which is a 3699 Fox Tone Machine style fuzz. So that, that's that, that's a theme lately with that. So um, yeah. there'll be a shootout. I'm, I'd say there'll be a shootout between the 3699, the Warm Audio um, Foxy Tone Box or whatever it's called, and um, that High Horse soon. But yeah, I... I I like. I really like the three six nine nine fuzz. I'm I'm a big fan of it. Um, I like mm-hmm. the fact that the octave is on a switch, which is on the Eisenhower. You don't have it on a switch, and the octave is there, but it's a bit more in the background. Whereas I like on the three six nine nine fuzz and on the warm audio one as well, how in your face yeah. the octave is. I like that. I like I, I like extremes though. I'm someone um, in my pedals. I like extremes. In real life, yeah. I definitely don't like extremes, but in pedals, I really like extremes. <laughs> <laughs> you get angry if it's like above twenty-eight degrees. Oh, I've got the aircon on already. It's because it's it's too hot lately, and uh, you know twenty-nine degrees. No, it was thirty-six <laughs> yesterday. That's hot, mm. hot. Yeah. Um, it's d- definitely hotter than thirty-four. Well, at least at least too hotter. Yes. Um, so yeah, so that's the Eisenhower Fuzz. I, I I remember liking it, and I remember it was massive. But yeah, it'll be interesting to do, and there'll be a video, three six nine nine versus Eisenhower next to each other. Um, what else did we do? We did um, oh, we did the Boss Fuzz FZ three. You know, just to, it's sort of one of those kind of slightly forgotten fuzzes because everyone always talks about the FZ two, the hyper hyper fuzz. Um, yeah. What were your thoughts on the silver Mediterranean wall um, kind of? <laughs> Mediterranean wall, Medi- you know the 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 um the finish of it. It's sort of a bit bumpy, powder coated. Oh, and I said it. it, it it's like Mediter- If you go to a Mediterranean restaurant, it's like the the walls, the oh, lovely yes, walls. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty cool. It's um, it's, it's like we said in the video. It's more that crossover between distortion and fuzz, like a angry overdrive almost thing. No. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all right. Uh, I was one of those. Love it, I hate it. Yeah, yeah. does a thing, yeah. does it well, but it's not really my flavour. Yeah. It's more my personal um, um, choice of tones rather than the doing anything wrong. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Meh. Did we do anything else? Or was it? Oh, and we did a video on the home microphone. Yep. Uh, ribbon yep. microphone, which we did another video with that. Well, we, on sort of part of our recording series, uh, Mike, we did a mic placement video, uh, and you can check that out um, in that. Um, that was it. That's was that everything we did? Um, I think it is. Um, I think so. Uh, new okay. things then. Uh, so I already talked. We we had the uh, the King mm. Pedals High Horse arrive, which is uh, his take on the Fox Tone Machine. Um, which I haven't even plugged in yet, but I'm, I'm looking forward to trying it out. Um, so that arrived. That's coming up soon. I also just started talking to the guys at STL. Is it STL or SLT? Uh, STL Tones? I think it's STL Tones. Um, uh, plugins. Uh, they're plugins, um, guitar plugins. Hang on, where are they? Pretty much, I'm pretty sure it's STL. STL tones, yes, um, and we got the Amp Hub um, plugin. Or I just got it. Um, I actually just filmed a um, first impressions video with that, so that's going to come out soon. Uh, you haven't even seen it yet. It's it's no. it's quite nice. It's uh, definitely geared more towards high gainy kind of things, and the the cleans mm. are still all right, um, but the, the high gains are really quite cool. So it's basically um, Amp Hub. You have I don't know six or eight different amps. Hang on, you've got like a um, JTM45, a JCM800, a Plexi. You've got a Baseman. You've got a Fender Deluxe, the old brown brown Deluxe or the more high gainy Deluxe. Uh, you've got a um, Vox style amp, and then you've got a bunch of high gainy ones like an Orange. You've got a um, uh, an angle, you've got a Soldano, 
a dual rectifier, and one of their own ones. I think that's all the amps. And then you can have two cabinets for each one of them, and you can blend the cabinets and, and you know move microphones closer, further away, angle the microphones. Uh, you've got high pass and low pass filter and all that, and um, uh, effects as well. So you've got pre effects and post effects. So you've got um, you know drives and boosts, but then you and EQs, but then you also have delays and reverbs and it sounded really cool so you haven't heard it yet but that's a, that arrived hmm. there'll be a full run through of that at some stage but i did a quick first impressions video with that um but yeah those plug plugins are getting better and better i'm i'm really impressed with with a lot of this stuff lately yeah cool um just to nice. feel and the sound of it um and then hang on oh, speak sorry yeah i was speaking of plugins we um i don't know if you saw it got a Email from Max from um, um, Neural DSP. That's what they're from. Ah. And, um, yeah, said so there's um, – might be able to check out some of their AMP plugins, like the Archetype, the Corey Wong one, and a couple of others they're trying to um, promote at the moment. So might be interested in doing some videos with them. Oh, but it's not on our email thing. Uh, that's one email. I'm not sure. <laughs> Careful. Yeah. I oh, just I was just checking our email then, and it's not on the super fun awesome. Oh, no, that's one other one. But um, yeah, that could be cool. Check out those. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I mean, there's a lot of lot of people, you know, rave about the whole neural DSP stuff as being the best. Yeah. Sort of amp sim plugins you can buy now. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. So that's cool. Yeah, looking forward so. to trying that out. Um, another thing, and actually, I'm going to do a live. Unboxing or live? Well, I mean, unboxing on um, on uh, the podcast. So just before we started the podcast, Ken, hello to Ken if you're listening, um, the awesome uh, mailman of awesomeness around here, or I call him Santa, um, came and he <laughs> he dropped off um, this Wawa pedal. Now I actually bought this Wawa pedal. So I was talking to uh, there's a, a, a you know long time listener, long time viewer of the show. Uh, CJ Taskas, I think, I hope I pronounced it right, Taskas, um, from Melbourne. He, um, we sort of chat a bit, you know, on Messenger. And um, he messaged me and said he bought this wah um, off Manny's music. Uh, and they have a special going and it's quite cheap. So it's this limited edition Vox Japanese kind of wah, all hand-wired, made in Japan. And I looked at it, and I, I have an old, like a really old, like from the mid-90s, Voxwar that I used for many, 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 many years that I absolutely loved. And um, it kind of seized on me. And I know you can replace things in it, but it just stopped working. And since then, I've been buying different wars, Crybabies and Buddha wars and uh, you name it. And they all seem to break really quickly. And I don't know, I always kind of go a bit meh with them all. Um, so I thought um, it looks really cool. Um, it's on special at the moment. Let's support our local, well, not so much our local, but uh, local to Melbourne people, music shops. <laughs> um, so I bought this. <laughs> it's always local to it's someone. It's always local to someone. So I bought this. Uh, it's always this so someone's family business. This is the, well, Manny, whoever Manny is. It's his, Manny's. Um, hello, Manny. Hello, Manny. Uh, so... I'm going to now, this is the noise yeah, of me opening is, the box or the, the package. This is riveting. Um, I'm going to get the, the wire out. Wow. And there it is. Oh, cool cool box. Cool box, yeah. So it's a red box. It's a V874C wire. Original wah-wah pedal. Uh, and it's, yeah, made in Japan. Oh, that's cool. And see, that's one of the things I like. About my old Vox pedal too. It came in a pleather mm. carry thing. The vinyl, yeah, well, like uh, handbag. Would you call it? Would I call it a purse? I call it a wah I'd bag. Call I call it a wah bag. Wah, wah, wah purse. A, a wah purse. Um, <laughs> so, but mine was black. This is sort of like a cream color. Mine was black. And it, oh, it looks cool. cool. Okay, so this is the wah. Um, does look neat. It's sort of like a um, brown. Well, no, it's sort of. I don't know if it's just because of the light in here, but it's almost like um, 
brown. Reddish, she could like um, what's the color? Like a burgundy mist. <laughs> ah, sounds brown to me. Well, it's not. It's sort of like a. Uh, it has a bit of redness to it. It's sort of, it looks cool, and the the rubber thing on top is is white or cream colored, and you've got the chrome thing on the top. It looks cool. Check it out. If uh, um, I'll post a picture of it. Uh, and it's the it's made in Japan, and it's got some Japanese writing on the bottom and some really cool looking sort of Japanese art on it. It looks like um, uh, again there'll be a photo of it on on um, on Instagram. Go and check out Instagram. It looks like those Japanese paintings where you see these sort of waves. Well, they're waves yeah. anyway. Um, it looks cool. cool. Yeah, and I thought, why not? I, I don't I don't actually think I have a wire that really works properly at the moment. So mm. um, I thought, let's get this one. And I I really like my old Vox wire. Um, and yeah, so that's the unboxing. So there'll be a photo of it. I'll put a photo up of it uh, later today. The podcast comes out tomorrow. So it should be around about the time when the podcast comes out. There'll be a picture of it. So if you go and check it out. So it does look cool. It yeah, it's a cool looking wire, and I thought, uh, I mean, I bought. Yeah. Um, I've tried Vox wires, and I never really liked them. I thought Sweet was a bit weird. I, I that's the thing. I had this old one from the nineties, and then uh, yeah. it broke in the early two thousands. It broke, and it was around the time I worked at a music shop, Music at Noosa. And they had Voxwars in, and I went, oh, cool, I'll just get another Voxwar. But it, they were not the same. And my old one, okay. I think, was made, I don't know where, maybe it was even made in Italy? Oh. Not sure. But all the other ones then were Chinese made, and it just, they never sounded the same. And then I went um, to get, you know, for, for cool looking wires, I, they had a, like, it was a limited edition crybaby in sort of a sparkly red that they had at the music shop. And I bought that. But I was always a bit meh about it. And then it kind of broke. Stopped working. So, um, and then I had a, uh, a Buddha wah. And I liked it. But again, also not as much. And then that broke. <laughs> and I remember I the old Vox wah. I had it. Because I never put wires on my pedal board. They're always next to the pedal board. Because on the pedal board, it's kind of awkward, I find. So they always, I usually have, um, mm. when, I, when I play gigs with a band, I have my pedal board. And then to the right of the pedal board, I have the, my mic stand. And then on the other side of the mic stand, I have the, the wire. Um, and I used to, and this is in the days when I used to literally gig three, four nights a week with the band. I remember I had this this Voxwar and I never it didn't have a power supply input. That was like a no, no power supply input. But I had a battery in it and I think in the entire lifespan of me using it at gigs I changed a battery once. And then mm-hmm. when I got into these crybabies I thought oh, I don't need power supply because the 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 battery on wires lasts forever. And I remember like when I got this crybaby first it's like every third gig i had to change the battery because <laughs> it died to the point where i had an, sure. a spare power supply like a spare uh, power cable dangling off my power board my my uh pedal board the power supply on the pedal board yep. which was kind of dangling off it to plug into the wah um, but even then they kind of ended up breaking and the switches stopped working and they would turn on without you turning them on, and I don't know. So I, I, I've always had issues since that Voxwire. I've always had issues with with wires, um, and now mm-hmm. this arrived. So thank you, CJ Taskas. He told me about it. Um, and if it's good, then uh, kudos to you. If not, then uh, I will hold you responsible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it it looks cool, just more than anything else. So I'm 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 a fan. Um, what else cool. is new? Um, Did, actually, sorry. Does does he is he active on the pedal trading group? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, um, he he like semi regularly. I think so. And I, I I remember the name from somewhere. And he has he has he had a couple of really nice guitars he was trying to sell, and a couple of really nice amps he was trying to sell as well. Um, yeah, he's quite active online. Um, um, he uh-huh. sent me a little yeah. video he did at home uh, with the Boss SY One and the Wah, and it sounded really cool actually. So. Um, 
It was almost like I, I asked him at one stage, do you work for Manny's? Do you get commission for <laughs> me buying this wire? Because he was almost saying, you should really get it, man. It's really good. You should get it. You should get it. Uh, but I got yeah, it. Yeah. So there'll be a vi- we'll do a video of it. There'll be a video coming um, of it sooner or later. Because yeah, it, was, it was reduced quite a nice. bit. And then on top of it, they had Manny's had a special, if you buy something above a certain price, it drops the price down even more. So... Uh, I couldn't say that. And free shipping. Limited edition. And it's a limited limited edition edition thing thing and it looks cool. And and I like Japanese art and stuff. So I thought, why not? Mm. Why not? Um, Yeah. So was there anything else that was new? That came through? We've talked about the Fano guitar already, haven't we? That came through and it's sort of new. And we've talked about that already. Yeah. uh, I don't think there was anything else that was new and exciting that came. Um, oh, I bought another thing I bought, actually. Um, yeah. Talking of pedals. Uh, I started sort of looking around for cheap pedals. And I bought a... Because uh, I'm a bit of a fan of rats. And I already bought mm. a little while ago. I bought a... This was about $70. But I bought this R attack, R dot attack um but the a and the t of the attack are red and the r is red so it looks like rat tack but it's r attack by a company called little bear which is actually quite cool we should do a video of it soon uh bought it a while ago but i also bought i think it's a mosky which is like one of the super cheap brands mosky like a yeah. mini pedal um turbo rat turbo rat clone for 30 dollars so um, I don't want to jump on the, the 60 Cycle Hum and Ryan bandwagon of doing, you know, the affordable board and all that stuff. But yeah, yeah. I thought it's kind of cool maybe getting a couple of cheaper things and, and checking them out. So, um, so far, i got to say that Little Bear Rat R Attack, Rat Tack, um, is really quite good. The uh, Pure Sky by Kaline is really good. So it'll be interesting to see that um, Mosky. Mos- I think it's Mosky, M-O-S-K-Y. Um, uh, uh, um, rat pedal. Hang on, what is it called? I should check it out. Cool. Um, but yeah, so thirty dollars, and I thought, you know, that's can't say no to that. Thirty Australian dollars, so that's very little money in most other it's places. Pretty cheap. Yeah. Pretty blood, bloody cheap. Yeah, mosky, bloody cheap. Black rat. Is it actually called a black rat? Can you call it that? Uh, Come on, show me the bigger picture. Yeah, black rats. They can actually call it that. Wow. Oh, the mosky black rat. Um, so that's coming soon. So there'll be a video of that. And, and then okay. a bit of a shootout um, between some of my old rats and those rat copies and stuff. El, cheap, El Cheapo El ones. El Cheaperinos. Um, uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, so you're going to say something? No, 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 no. What were you going to say? Oh, I've been chatting about um, with... Our mate Jack Hudson from mm-hmm. GH Productions mm-hmm. in Brisbane. Mm-hmm. Did we did a podcast with him about, too? Yeah. You can go and I check it out. Might, I think I might do another one soon. Yeah. Okay. Good to hang out again. Sure. Oh, that's right. We were we were talking about doing this was kind of just an idea, but we were talking about maybe doing a series on uh, how he approaches pedalboard builds, maybe gets some questions from you guys about what are the common problems like clean power and where to run cabling and patch what all that kind of stuff yeah. so we're thinking of doing a little quick series of that because he's like the ultimate ocd pedalboard guy like oh yeah as the yeah. like insanely neat and uh yeah jh productions isn't it yeah jump on insta google yeah. instagram and um have a look at that and um yeah we're chatting about finally seriously looking at making a baseboard for myself, so I've pretty much got Lame. almost ev- everything. <laughs> we need to make base exciting. Sure, <laughs> I think I've pretty much got everything I, wa- I need for it. And he's got this blender pedal, like a wet, oops, wet dry blend pedal. I think it's a one control or something. Okay, I'm gonna buy off him, uh-huh. and um, so he can do like parallel stuff with synthy things and fuzzes and stuff. You should you should see if you can find uh, one of the Tim Big Bottoms, the Tim Tim guitars, mm. you know Big Bottoms, because that sort of does that sort of thing. It's a crossover basically, yep. 
uh, and then it has a, mm. I think it has a fuzz built in as well on top of it. But yeah, it's sort of you can you can assign what at what frequency you want yep. just clean stuff to go through, and at what frequency you want the, the affected stuff to start. It's a cool idea that pedal. Yeah. It's a really really cool idea actually. Mm. And um, the only other thing I was thinking it would be cool to have like a Russian big big muff or something, like a big fat crazy fuzz. We should you should check out some of the Tim stuff. The Tim stuff is really cool. And he does a mm. he does a version yeah, of the Russian Big Muff. Yep. Hmm. Oh. I'll keep an eye out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I mean, we could, so, you could buy one of the Electro Harmonics ones. Or yeah, yep. Um, so I've got pretty much most of it all ready to go. I need. I don't have a pedal board itself. That's the only other thing. Just so I have to keep. Just, just uh, I don't know. Get a piece of cardboard. No? Just get a. Put Take one of the drawers out of your drawer, <laughs> chest of drawers, and just use that. Yeah. Tip my undies on the floor. Yeah, man. Whack it in there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Too easy. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I mean, it'd be um, interesting. Yeah. And I mean, get anyone out there if you want us to do a, a a couple of videos on how to how to wire up pedal boards and all that sort of stuff. If you have any questions on that sort of stuff, send us a message. Let us know. And Jack's really quite good at this stuff, so um, we'll um, mm. yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, it'd be cool. It's good to hang out and we can check out, even if we go to Brisbane. And he's got a, um, he's built himself a cool little workshop space. Okay. It looks cool. and Yeah, we could do and, that. Um, like a demo room slash workshop for building cables and pedal boards and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He builds a lot of cables too. He makes cable, custom cables and stuff. Yeah, yeah, lots of pro audio, live sound stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Fun. Uh, yeah, so let us know. Uh, send us a comment. Let us know if that's something you'd be interested in in us doing a video series on. And mm. um, and in particular, like, what sort of questions or problems you come up against when you're doing boards? Because we can address that stuff. Sure. I was actually thinking. I, 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 um, did I mention that last time on a podcast? But um, uh, I, I want to do like a smaller board. Um, for mm. gigs that I can just, um, um, you know, without the the loop switcher on it and all that sort of stuff, just something smaller. I still have the bigger one, you know, for yep. when I want to get really fancy. But um, sometimes some gigs, you know, there's also space issues where you don't have that much space um, um, on stage or not in the corner wherever you're playing. Um, so smaller pedal board mm. would be nice. And I was thinking it would be, uh, yeah, maybe maybe I should do a series on that as well. And maybe, maybe that's even something we can do with Jack. Mm, Put together yeah. a smaller board for me. I could um, do two boards, like your small one and my base one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, you know, you could do is like those Metro series um, pedal train boards. Yeah. You can get those that um, fit in the backpack cases. Yeah. They're pretty neat. Well, I was thinking, yeah, actually, uh, uh, yeah. pedal train, not pedal train, mono, mono cases oh, yeah. make their own pedal boards now, and mm. I know you can get these smaller mono bag mono cases that you can attach to the mono case guitar cases, because uh, yep. I I use for gigs always, um, you know, unless you're flying somewhere, if it's if it, you know just driving somewhere, I use mono cases for my guitars. So I think it, I thought it would be cool to maybe have one of those um, mono case pedal boards that you clip onto your guitar case, and it's kind of all in one. It's just you know I'm getting quite small though, aren't they? Yeah, like but the ones that clip on there. Yeah, but I mean I want to get a little, small board. That's exactly what I want to do. Like a like a Nano Plus type size. Uh, well, I don't know how small they go. I don't know. I don't know how how, how small do you go? Yeah. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Uh, I'm just gonna. <laughs> how small do you go? Mono bag or mono case or whatever they're called. Uh, mono creators yeah. uh, categories pedal boards. Uh, ooh, carbon. Oh wow! Look, let's have a look at their carbon ones. Woo! All you've been carbon. looking for. Um, they're doing carbon ones. I didn't even know they're doing carbon ones. Who, who would have thunked? Um, like carbon fiber? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, because uh, I've got. Oh yeah, the, I see. Wow, cool. Yeah, Discover. I've got one of their M8. I, I use the M80 Stealth bags. Okay. They're the ones I've got. That looks cool. Those carbon fiber boards look cool. Yeah, yeah and it's a flat board. Flat board that you lift out. But does it come in a case? It comes in like that that the mono carry case. Well, maybe I'll do something like that. Maybe I should contact them again because it looks like they have an Australian, their own Australian. I think actually the company that owns Mono uh, yeah. is also the company that owns. Is it, is it called Stereo? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, it's the same company that owns. Um, <laughs> it's the same company that owns um, uh, 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 Tysco pedals. And they also do harmony guitars. And I think right. they're from Singapore. I think the company that owns it is is based in Singapore. Mm-hmm. So I might I did contact them at one stage to talk about Tysco pedals and then we kind of lost contact. I might contact them again because I reckon it'd be fun doing something with mono. Because I mean I use I bought and they're not cheap. I bought um, I have three mono cases. I've got an acoustic guitar one for my acoustic gigs. I've got a single electric one, and I have a double electric one that I usually take to gigs. Um, you could go the um, the mono case carbon small club accessory case combo. Sure, um, that looks pretty cool. Yeah, so I that's, don't know if it clips clips under. Well, I don't. I, I'd have, I have to. I don't know. I have to kind of look into that. I know they. Um, um, I know they made that at one stage. Um, whether they actually still do it or not, I don't know. But um, well, there's a thing called a tick tick case that clips onto your bag but that's pretty small okay well anyway i'll see i'll see what happens i'll have a look mm. um I, I like mono case stuff i i i'm i'm a big fan of the case, the guitar cases i've got um i think they're really really good so yeah I, I might contact them and see what you know maybe we can do something about it but yeah i reckon it would be fun doing a and then i have because i've got at the moment i've got the pedal train three i think it is it's quite a big pedal board mm-hmm. Uh, and the case itself is huge. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you just don't want to lug that much stuff around and, and um, uh, you know, I, I just, I want something smaller. You know, I want to fit maybe two, two, two drives on it, maybe a fuzz, maybe something like the H9 Eventide for, to take over most other things mm. and a whammy. It has to have a whammy on it. Cool. Um, and maybe, uh Something small, something else, but um, unless you um, if you had a small pedal board, you could put the whammy off the board and just wrap it in a towel to pack it up in the case or something. That's too much work. Like plugging one thing in, it's too much work. Yeah. Okay. I want I, I want it all in one. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, I can see what it's gonna it's gonna end up exactly like your big board. <laughs> no. Um, no, 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 because um, the, the, yeah. the big board's too big and the big board has the loop switcher on it. So without the loop switcher, I want, I still like the idea of having a bigger board with the loop switcher if I want to be really fancy, mm-hmm. um, but I like the idea of a small, maybe not like a really mini board, but like a medium-sized board um, um, without a loop switcher, but I still need okay. a whammy on it. Whammy is, the, is a must. You can't do a gig without a whammy. Um some I was actually even thinking I got the DD8 uh, Boss DD8 uh, delay that I might stick on there as a, like a delay for everything because that's a really cool delay. Um, mm. And then I was even thinking because uh, my big board, my main overdrive is a King of Tone, but I was even thinking maybe the Interstellar Overdriver Deluxe because that is a kind of a cool overdrive. But then you can also go into kind of crazy fuzz territory with that um, if you want. Mm. And I was actually even thinking also maybe the 3699 fuzz that I'm not giving back. Uh, yeah, cool. <laughs> stick that on there. <laughs> and then maybe, you know, some other things for fun, like, um, I don't know, maybe maybe even um, also the, like, a, well, if I get, if I put the H9 on it, that's a, that's the thing. Do I want to take the H9 off the, off the bigger board? Or the other thing I was thinking of is, do I want to maybe take the HX Stomp off the bigger board? 
Um, that can do lots of stuff. Because then that has tons of effects in it as well. And if I want to do like synthy sounds and and then I can do the the way I've been doing the routing mm. where you have some some presets that go direct. So I can do a show direct without an amp, but then I can also hook it up so it has amps, you know. So um, Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's anyway. That's, well, you were talking about. Sorry? We're talking about taking the line six off that board anyway, I think. I was at one stage talking about it, yeah, but then I kind of, I don't know. Well, I was I was going to take that whole board apart completely um, and I wasn't going to rebuild it, but then I thought what I'm thinking now is I'm going to take the big board apart, rebuild it as a big mm-hmm. board, which I also, which I then keep under my desk here in my studio as a like for recording and stuff, like a studio board. Yeah. Um, but then also use it for some gigs when I want to be fancy and then have the smaller board, which doesn't have a loop switcher and stuff on it, um, for just, you know, I don't do that many band gigs anymore. So, uh, just for when you quickly want to throw something together, so I don't have to take that much, you know, so it's, it's all kind of more compact, um, to get to a gig. I'm even thinking, cause I've been talking to the guys sure. at Engel and it looks like I'm going to get one of their, um... Uh, uh, what is it called? Iron Ball SE, the Iron Ball Special Edition amp that's coming out soon, which has things like reverb and delay on it, and it's MIDI, um, MIDI switchable. So I could even have a small MIDI switcher to turn things like, um, if I use that for gigs, I'm, I'm thinking I could even have a little mini switcher on the board to change channels, um, so I don't even need maybe that many overdrives, and to turn things like the delay on and off. Yeah, cool. Because then that would even take care of having a delay on it. That's mm-hmm. that's enough delay for me, you know. Because um, that would be become maybe my my gigging amp as well. So like actually, um, use drive sounds on the amp rather than the tradition, like what you have been doing forever. Yeah, yeah maybe still have a drive on amp. the the pedal board as well for different flavors. But I'm thinking, I've never yeah, done that before, and. Um, the mm-hmm. cool thing with this as well is because it's all MIDI switchable and it, it, that particular amp has um, a power soak on it as well and direct out. So I wouldn't use a cabinet. I'd do the whole thing, you know, because it's all in-ears. The, all the stuff I've been doing for the last few years is pretty much all in-ear gigs. Um, mm-hmm. So not have a cabinet, just have that amp going direct and, um, yeah, have a little MIDI switcher that switches the channels and stuff. I don't know. It's something I've never done, but I thought I've never done that before, but it'd be interesting maybe to do something different. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's it's a, it's a little bit different with um getting used to stacking gain staging and levels and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it's cool. Yeah. I did it with the, um, the dumbbell head for a while, quite a while actually. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's just I've, literally my entire musical career. I've always used a, um, clean amp and pedals mm. and i thought maybe it'd be fun because yep. that amp I, i'm quite keen to get that amp because i've been talking to them um the, the guys at angle hello jürgen martin at angle by the way if you're listening by any chance um been talking to them about that for a while and it looks like they're gonna send us that they they've had um they we were meant to get the fireball 25 um amp um and i actually messaged them the other day because it was meant to come early in the year and i sort of said i know the whole COVID thing put things upside down and they sort of said yeah they can't keep up with demand especially for that particular amp um they they can't build them fast enough they and i mean which is great for them they can that they can sell Mm. that many amps because i mean it's a it's a Quite a cheap amp, I think. Uh, I think I heard Eng- um, Henning talk about it that it's it's something like seven hundred ninety nine or eight hundred forty nine euros. So, you know, mm-hmm. maybe twelve fourteen hundred dollar amp, which is not that expensive for something that's made in Germany. It's not Chinese made; it's German made, um, good quality for sure, uh, and a killer amp. You know, um, so yeah, he was saying they can't keep up with the demand on that amp, and he said. Um, you know, sorry, he was meant to send us one, but um, it's sort of been pushed back because they just can't work fast enough. And then I said, oh, and so what's happening to that Iron Ball SE? And he goes, well, that's meant to be out now, but they haven't had the chance to really finish it because it was so, with the whole COVID thing. But hopefully mm. end of the year, early next year, it'll be out. And he said uh, he'll, they'll send us one of those instead. 
That's fun. Uh, yeah. Can you try it? Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. it's the same as that little um, that I used at Forty Degree Street. That a lot, a lot of people, including you, said how good it sounded um, in some of the videos. That little red yeah. one um, that was in the background yeah. of some of the videos, and um, that's sort of the special edition version of it. I think with an extra channel or extra switching. I think the other one had a clean and a dirty channel, and this one may have. Uh, low gain and high gain clean and low gain and high gain dirty so I think it's almost like a four channel amp uh, with the full power soak full uh, angle cab loader built in so you can turn the power amp off and just have it going directly out um, yep. and um, fully MIDI switchable and it's got built in reverb and delay so uh, yeah, cool. I think that's pretty cool so um, maybe um once that comes, you can build your pedal boards around that, like drive choices and boost choices and fuzzes and yeah. whatever works with those yeah. sounds. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, it doesn't at the moment. Yeah, it doesn't look like there's any gigs with bands lined up <laughs> at all no. in, the, in any foreseeable future. So that's what I mean. There's no rush with the pedal board thing, like with my pedal board build. Maybe the studio yeah. build, the big pedal board studio build, I might do that soon. And because I, I like the idea of having, um, I've got quite a lot of space under my desk here. Uh, I like the idea of maybe having a pedal board sitting under there, and if I want it, I can just plug into it and and use yep. that for any kind of recording cool. stuff. So um, it's not in the way, and it'll get used. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Nice one, man. So that's in the future anyway. Um, and we've just hit an hour, so uh, I don't know. Did we, we didn't really even talk about anything in particular. We just talked about pedals and yeah. stuff we've been doing. Hanging. Yeah. Just hanging. But just chillaxing, man. Chillaxing. Um, <laughs> it's a horrible word, isn't it? It is a horrible word. So, yeah, so uh, stay yeah. tuned for um, – there'll be some videos with Aaron and his one of his Sleepwalk amps to be shoot out between a mm. Genray, a MXR Timmy, and the K-Line Pure Sky. There'll be a bunch more fuzz videos. It really is the year of the fuzz this year, just the amount of fuzz people send us, which is great. I'm not complaining, but yeah. lots of fuzz. Um, stay tuned for that. Uh, probably doing a bunch more um, old sort of boss pedal videos because people seem to like them. I just filmed three more um, um, DOD videos. Uh, so there'll be some DOD videos oh, cool. coming out soon, some more. Um, mm. Yeah, so lots of stuff. Um, and before we end, now we've got to think about what, what should be, what's the word for people to say. So I send them a cookie emoji. <laughs> oh. Something applicable to our chat today. Yes, of course. Um, um. Baseboards rule. <laughs> ah. uh, security, remove the man. <laughs> no, not baseboard. No, 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 no baseboards. Um, 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 what about? Let's call. Let's call it. Um, strats rule. Strats rule. That could be one. Wimpy strat. <laughs> <laughs> wimpy strat that's it wimpy strat that's the word that's yeah right. so if if you if you if, sorry uh, yeah that'll be fine okay so if you post uh uh if you send us a, a message or something like that or, or comment on on you know the the instagram or facebook post about this podcast um the the you know to let us know that you listen to the whole podcast wimpy strat uh, <laughs> sweet so on that note, thank you so much for listening. Um, once again, whatever it is you're looking at while you're listening to this, send a photo to us, you know, so we know uh, who the people are, or not just not who you are, but where you are. Um, and big thank you to guys like Frank who keeps sending pictures and Hugh Roberts and Ram and yeah, Matt Wakeling as well from the Guitar um, Speak podcast. Go and check that podcast out too. Um, oh, and if you don't know, the... Um we do have a gear chat too on Facebook. You look up super fun, awesome yeah, gear chat. Yeah, like a group. And that's um, and it doesn't have to be about anything in particular, mostly just music stuff. Um, yeah. And um, yeah, that's um, it's a good place to share stuff. Yes, 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 yes. And or if you have any questions or anything, uh, or if you want to um, put any D'Angelico guitars on the list. Yeah, that's pretty, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Limited um, edition thingy. Yeah. So, um, 
Oh, and hi to Reese as well. Reese, who asked about the Martin A. Smith pickups, and that it's not wax potted, my um, wide range pickup. Um, yeah, so thank you to everyone for listening. Thank you, Alex. And um, one day we'll have Thanks a guest again. Girls. I don't know. I just need to. I need to organise it. That's always the problem. But one day I'll organise it, and we'll have a guest. Uh, you never know. We might even next week when Aaron comes around for the video, we might do another podcast with him. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. Why we'll surprise not? him. Um, bam. Bam. <laughs> All right. So uh, bam, thank you so podcast. much. Thank you so much, everyone. And uh, he, you'll hear us for the next podcast. I don't know. See you. See you for the next yeah. podcast. All right. Bye. See ya.